duet number one, that's by Pierre-Francois Clodemir, performed in our Dana Performance Studio by the Amos Duo. Good morning and welcome to Live from FM 91, conversation and performance with some of the area's finest musicians and visiting guest artists. I'm Brad Cresswell, and as I mentioned, we're coming to you from the Dana Performance Studio here at WGTE, and the Amos duo consists of trumpeter Douglas Amos and horn player Megan Amos, and welcome to both of you. Doug is at the microphone right now, yep. so I'll say hi to you. Hello. Uh, now, people probably know or can infer that because you have the last name, you're married. That is correct. Well, first of all, give us a little background on the the two of you and how you came to form the Amos Duo. I mean, it seems like a natural thing, a husband and wife that play Mm -hmm. instruments. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we're lucky that the trumpet and horn really blend quite well together. But I think that the genesis of our playing as a duo, I'm reminded of a snow day back when we were both at school where we met. Uh, We had a random snow day in the middle of winter, and we were both... At Megan's apartment and we were just kind of bored looking for something to do and Megan thought hey I have an idea let's make an arrangement of a girl with the flaxen hair and play it together so we just um, listened to it a few times came up with musical lines we liked and we just started playing it and kind of figured it out from there so you guys formed the Amos duo in what was it 2017 something like yeah, that yeah thereabouts yeah we, we were I was in grad school at the, the New England Conservatory and Megan was an undergrad Okay. So we yeah, we met there our last year of school, so that was 2017. Yeah, and go uh, NEC. That's yeah, my right. alma mater, too. All right. so. uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm curious, is there much repertoire for the trumpet and the horn that doesn't have to be adapted from other sources? No, there's practically no repertoire for that. So we've stolen from, or borrowed, rather, from, from many <laughs> different sources. Yeah. Well, we're going to hear some arrangements of pieces today, and including your own arrangement Yep. Of uh, Danny Boy, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, great. look forward to that. I know that you guys have brought in a lot of music for us today. Um, perhaps you can talk a little bit about, well, we just heard the Clodomir. That's a composer that I've never heard of before. And you're about to play some music by Joseph Boismortier, whom I have heard of before, a uh-huh. sonata. Was the Boismortier sonata originally for horn and trumpet? or No, was it was actually it? for two bassoons. Oh, okay. Uh, Two bassoons. I used to play bassoon, too. So, yeah, that's great music. Uh, What can you tell us about the the Bois Mortier piece? Uh, That's a good question. Well, for those who might not know, uh, Bois Mortier was a composer from the Baroque era. He was a French composer, uh, born in 1689 and lived till 1755. And the interesting thing about him is that he was one of the first composers that didn't have a patron. Mm. So he was able to just live off his own, uh, you know, publications and stuff like that. Wow. So, and what we have uh, coming up is a three-minute work, uh, at, originally for two bassoons, and uh, I think I was the one who found this. Uh, uh, this is from a book of great arrangements done by the um, principal trumpet of the Cleveland Orchestra, Michael Sachs, and also the principal trombone of the New York Philharmonic, Joe Alessi. So they, it, it's arranged in two ways. It can either be trumpet and trombone or two trumpets. So we're playing the two-trumpet version. Okay. It's playing that. Well, let's hear it now. I'll let you go back to uh, your instrument. This is the Sonata Number no. 12 by Joseph Baudin de Bois-Mortier. Thank you. 
Sonata Number no. 12 by Joseph Baudin de Bois-Mortier, performed in our Dana Performance Studio by the Amos duo, trumpeter Douglas Amos and horn player Megan Amos. Megan is at the microphone right now. Hello, Megan. Hey, Brad. Thanks for having us. You have been on our podcast before. You've been on Toledo Symphony Lab, but this is your first time on Live from FM 91. So it's the first time that we get to uh, really enjoy your playing as well. I mean, I hear you in Toledo Symphony as as principal horn quite often, but uh, playing these duets with your husband, it's awfully nice. Yeah, it's really special for us. Yeah, I envision your daily life at home you know, with you just playing your instruments all day with each other. Is that sort of how it is? I wish. I mean, I guess <laughs> for actually a few months it was like that during COVID. Actually. Oh, yeah. But, um, no, we we don't tend to practice together um, a lot, although occasionally we do, and it's really nice to just have so much in common and we can bounce ideas off of each other. Um, especially playing two similar instruments. Yeah. Uh, before we get to our next music, tell us a little bit about your horn, because I, I read that you play a very special instrument. Yeah, it's very special, and I feel super lucky to have it. Um, it's by a uh, Ukrainian, actually, Ukrainian-American. His name is Jerry Lechniak. He's no longer with us. Um, he passed away in the 70s, but he was actually... Um, he immigrated to the U.S. through England after World War II. He actually spent time in a concentration camp. Mm. But he, when he got to Chicago, he worked at Schilke, which is a very famous brass maker. And he learned a lot about the trade there. And he worked with another famous French horn maker, Carl Geyer. And he learned a ton. And he started tinkering with French horns on his own time, um, made from just... Yamaha French horns, very common. And he put all kinds of custom tapers inside um, the tubing and, and different pipes. And I play on one of his horns. I play on the third one he made. And He um, only made, what, 20 of them, I yeah, think? Yeah, exactly, total. 19. Yeah. And actually, I play on a horn that was made for Carl Hill, who is a horn maker himself now. And when I visited him, him recently he lives in Grand Rapids he told me I had no idea but he used to live in Toledo in 1980 and he played in the symphony as well yeah everything is connected as they say yeah it is it's a small world so well we're going to hear uh, that arrangement of Danny Boy that Doug arranged for you guys and if you would I I also want to hear the last rose of summer Um, you can do that first and then Danny Boy Give us a little intro on The Last Rose of Summer. Yeah, Last Rose of Summer is a really special song to us. Um, We love performing it together, and um, we even play this arrangement sometimes with our students that we teach in Toledo, just because it's a simple song, but if you play it the right way, it's so beautiful. So we like to teach our students about musicality through this song. Yeah. And just what the song is about... um, it's you know the poem itself is by Thomas More written in the 1800s and I guess it's basically just a metaphor for the last flower still remains on the rose bush Um, you know if somebody is the last one surviving of of their family right and we'll follow that up with Danny Boy which we talked a little bit about but a famous Irish ballad or English ballad 
yes. as well. Everyone um, will know that song. Yeah, we've all heard it before. Definitely. So I'll let you get back to uh, the music stand over there so you can perform for us. That was Megan Amos, horn player, principal horn of the Toledo Symphony, joined by her husband, trumpeter Douglas Amos, the Amos Duo, performing here on Live from FM 91.
Two beautiful and well-known songs there from the Amos duo, that is Douglas Amos and Megan Amos, married couple, performing on trumpet and horn, respectively. That was The Last Rose of Summer, followed by Danny Boy, that last piece Danny Boy arranged by Doug Amos for the duo. Megan is back at the microphone with me now, and first of all, I just want to say it was very diplomatic of Doug to give you the first iteration of the melody and a Danny Boy in his arrangement before yeah. switching it back. We, we like to play songs like that because just how our instruments work, it's a little more intensity when a trumpet plays a melody, so uh, we tend to, the things we arrange, we tend to split it up like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. We're going to talk about Mozart now because you brought in some Mozart for us to play. There's a lot of Mozart rep for your instrument, the horn, but not as much for the trumpet. Uh, which your husband plays. I wonder if you can give us your take on Mozart. Sure. So I think what what you're getting at is that Mozart wrote four French horn concertos, a concert piece. He featured the French horn heavily in some of his symphonies as well. Um, but unfortunately, there is no Mozart trumpet concerto. Um, his father did write a trumpet concerto, Leopold Mozart. His father also did write a horn concerto. Too. <laughs> so... Um, But the piece that we're going to play for you next, we're going to play selections from Mozart's 12 horn duets, and we're going to play our four favorite of them. We think they make a nice little collection. And um, I think part of the reason that Mozart wrote so many works for the French horn is because one of his closest friends was a French horn player. His name was Lutgeb, and a lot of Mozart's works are dedicated to Lutgeb. And... um, So in the first duet we're going to play, the whole duet is all about this one technique in music that has the nickname horn fifths. Mm -hmm. And what that is, um, it's very easy to pick up um, when you're listening, but a little bit hard to explain, to be honest. It's when a horn horn players um, do the cadence of a melody, the end of a melody, and the first player goes three, two, one, in scale degrees and the second horn player will do an arpeggiated down arpeggio mm. down and um i think that's kind of why horns play in pairs a lot because yeah. they sound really nice together yeah. so the first duet that we're going to play is all about that doug will have some nice melodies then we're going to play an adagio movement and it's um it goes pretty low for the French horn, so that's kind of exciting for me. That's not something I usually <laughs> do at the symphony. You're not used to that. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's really nice to play a duet like this because it really challenges me to push my range. And then we're going to play a minuet and trio, which is in just classic ABA format. And then finally, we'll play a nice little allegro, and Doug, he's going to take a short cadenza in that as well. Oh, okay. Well, now, Doug... Did Doug write the cadenza himself? It is not written. He's going to improvise it. It's ah, been different okay. every single time. Very important information. Yeah, this is a one-of-a-kind performance. We have funny story. When we performed this in the summer of COVID, we were at Lakeside Chautauqua at the gazebo, and all of a sudden at the cadenza, like super windy, 
And I like am struggling to clip the music back on as he's playing a cadenza. Oh wow! And he just had to go on and on and on his cadenza. <laughs> <laughs> well, that happens. So that does um, happen sometimes. It's, it's funny how that worked out. <laughs> good that he's able to uh, improvise a little bit there. Megan Amos with her husband Douglas Amos. Megan plays the horn. She's the principal horn player for the Toledo Symphony. Doug Amos plays with all kinds of orchestras in our area and beyond. We'll talk a little bit about that in a minute. But first, music of Mozart here on Live from FM 91. Thank you. 
music of Mozart here on FM 91. We heard selections from the 12 horn duets that Mozart wrote. In this case, we heard the horn player Megan Amos with Douglas Amos performing on not a trumpet. I saw you pick up a different instrument there. Yeah, that's right. I was playing cornet for that. Now, is that because the cornet is a little bit lower or more like the horn, or how does that work? it's, uh, It's a similar more similar sound color to the horn and that instead of a trumpet it's it's one long similar shape uh, this is a conical bore instrument the cornet yeah. so and same as the french horn and i believe maybe baritone and a few of the other instruments as well mm. and so that creates a more mellow sound and something that blends a little bit differently and i thought it was appropriate for for that selection yeah. well we talked with megan a, a little bit about her career and the fact that she is the uh, principal horn here in toledo at the symphony uh, tell us a little bit about what you do. I mean, you're playing with all different kinds of orchestras. Yeah, I, I play in orchestras all over the Midwest. So I currently have contracts with uh, the Erie Philharmonic in Pennsylvania. I'm second trumpet there. I'm second trumpet in the Jackson Symphony in Michigan. So, and then I'm third trumpet in the Lima Symphony. Wow. So, yeah, a lot of driving around. Uh, and aside from all that, I sub in all sorts of different places as well. Uh, I sub in the Toledo Symphony, the Fort Wayne Philharmonic, and uh, more, most recently the Detroit Symphony. Yeah, the so, life yeah. of uh, a musician, right? Traveling exactly. yeah. musician. Yep, or yeah. I'm part of the uh, Freeway Philharmonic. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. Well, that's wonderful. Um, we have that last piece that we mentioned, or you mentioned, I should say, earlier in the program. That was played at your wedding back in yeah the in 20s. 2020 yeah mm-hmm. uh, this is by Claude Debussy girl with the flaxen hair which you said was Megan's idea yeah I believe that was Megan's idea I'm not that creative so. <laughs> <laughs> or that forward thinking so yeah I believe that was Megan's idea on a snow day in 2017 I believe. Yeah, so, and yeah. so it had a special significance for you both. Yeah, well, I've I've always loved uh, Debussy, first of all, especially his piano music, and then this arrangement has been just with us for basically our, our whole relationship. So yeah, it's very well, that's wonderful. Let's yeah. hear it. Thank you for sharing it with us. Of course. Thank you. 
music originally by Claude Debussy. That was an arrangement by Megan and Doug Amos of Girl with a Flaxen Hair. That uh, also was from the Amos duo performing trumpeter Doug Amos and Megan Amos performing on horn. Megan, you're back here just for a little bit for uh, the end of our show. I understand you have a little bit of an encore plan for us, a piece called Bippery, is that right? Yeah, something a little more upbeat. It's very short. And um, we found this during COVID, actually. And it's from a book of bipperies. Um, That's what it's called. And they're French horn duets. And they're really there to get horn players out of their comfort zone, working on Uh, different funky rhythms and things like that. Yeah. We'll finish out with that. Megan Amos and Douglas Amos, the Amos duo. I want to mention that... uh, You can find them online because they do perform when they're available, and that is at meganamos.com slash the-amos-duo. Okay, this is Lowell Shaw's Bippery Number 1, performed by the Amos Duo here on Live from FM 91. Listening to Live from FM91, the broadcast engineer for our program is Christopher Pfeiffer with assistance from Logan Cooney. I'm your host and producer, Brad Cresswell. Thanks for joining us today here on your public radio station, FM91.